receive your rain. Praise God, it's so good today. Amen. Has it been good to you? Has it been blessed? Has it been a blessing to you during this pandemic? I got a little more silent there, hadn't you? Hey, he's, he is blessed. You're still alive. You're still, you're still making it. You're still, still moving and grooving. And so, hey, it's put us back a little bit, but we are still more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. I was just so blessed a while ago. We have several, several of our Impact kids here. We have you know, Marielle and Janelle and some others that are here. But, but a while ago, um, after Craig said, hey, <clears throat> you know, we're not taking up the offering, so what you, we need to do is you need to do it online or, or put it back in the boxes. And, and Mariah, one of our Impact kids, got up and walked back there to the very back and put her offering back there in the box. And I thought that was just so sweet. I was so proud of our Impact kids understanding the, the, the benefit of, of giving and, and, and serving and caring. So, But we're so glad that you're here. Please go ahead and be thinking about um, September 20th back to church. If you haven't come back yet, you can come back this week, next week, the next week, whatever. We want you to be here. Um, but definitely try to come back on September the 20th if you haven't yet because we're going to have a, a wonderful day that day. And it, it is my birthday, but that doesn't matter. That's not why I did that. Um, it's a national day. I didn't have no control over that. It just happened, they happened to pick my birthday because I'm bombed like that. But, but uh, <clears throat> we've, had, we've been in this series called Never Stop. We did, you know, ne- you know Never Stop and, um, you know, But God, Never Stop Believing. And then last week we did, we did another service uh, about Never Stop. Um, and this week is Never Stop Chipping. Never Stop Chipping. And I'm not talking, uh, Rob, about, about uh, golf. I know my, my cousins are here today, and so excited to have him and, and, um, and his friend here today. But, um, and he plays lots and lots of golf. But, but the thing is, I'm not talking about Never Stop Chipping as in golf. I'm talking about it in something else as in character. As in character. And I want to read to you Romans chapter 5, verses 3 and 4. It'll be kind of different today. I'm going to talk about this scripture, and then I'm going, to tie, I'm, going to, I'm going to read the scripture and then kind of talk about it. Last week I broke scripture down. This week I'm going to talk about a subject of character. But Romans 5, 3 and 4 says, We also glory in our sufferings and test because we know that, that suffering produces perseverance. And perse- perseverance produces character, and character eventually gives us hope. I want to read that again. It's not too long, but I, I, there's so much there. You know, because the first line, most of y'all shut me out when I said that we glory in our sufferings and tests. Y'all are like, oh, no, I'll come back another day and listen to this. Some of y'all, don't, they, they done gone off, off online. They're not, nope, I'm not going to glory in my tests and sufferings. Well, there's a reason for it, because it brings perseverance, and perseverance produces character. Oh, are you so passionate like you're telling me that my sufferings and my tests and my trials and tribulations that I go through create more character in myself absolutely and then character eventually gives us hope you know it reminds me of another scripture that that it is in james that that i for the longest time as a as a teenager i used to struggle with i'm like this don't make no sense at all to me but but what it says is in james chapter 1 verses 2 2 um, verse 2 and you, just, you don't see it up there but it says dear brothers and sisters when troubles of any kind come your way consider it an opportunity for great joy <laughs> That's why I didn't like that, te- that as a teenager. I didn't like that. You know, consider it pure joy whenever you're entering temptations and trug- struggles and tribulations and trials. It says, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to go. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect, complete, lacking nothing. Wow. See, these scriptures are, that you don't hear a lot about because people don't want to hear it. Because they don't want to hear about our character. But see, your character is who you are. And your personality is what, is what you put off the people. 
You know, you may be charismatic, you know, whatever. You may be funny and all that. that, that's, that, that that's, that, that's all that. That's your personality. But the character is who you are at the root of you. Okay? I have, I have a, 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 an acquaintance of mine, and, and she's a girl, and she lives outside. And, uh, and, but she carries herself very well to, to live outside. And she, she uh, crazy as it is, it don't matter if it's 90 degrees or 100 degrees outside, she stands tall. You know, if, if it's freezing and raining or snowing, she stands tall. She don't, she don't, she, I mean, actually, she actually has a little, a little bowl that she carries around, or she, she don't carry it around, she stands with it. And, 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 um, and birds come and, like, talk to her, and, and they leave their remains on her sometimes, you know. And, and it's kind of weird. People drive past, and I, and, and I see they, they pointing at her. I don't know what they're saying. If it's good, it's probably bad. Some of them, they like her, they don't like her, what have you. You know, but, but, every, but the thing is, day after day after day, no matter what happens, she's always got a smile on her face, and she's always holding that little bowl and wanting the birds to come bathe in it. And you may have figured it out by now, but that little acquaintance of mine is a statue in my front yard. It's a statue. She's always smiling. She's always there no, through thick or thin. No matter what happens to her, the hurricanes come, she just stands there. The storms come, she just stands there, just smiling. With her little dress, and she put—I think she got one hand on her dress and one hand on her her, her bowl. And she's she's strong, but but um, but it doesn't matter what happens. And so I, I want to repeat one more time this scripture to, 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 to kind of because that's what we're going to talk about. And I'm I'm going to I'm going to put character with statue here in a second. It says we also glory in our sufferings and tests because we know that suffering produces perseverance, and perseverance produces character, and our character eventually gives us hope. See the word character. In the Greek, the word character in the Greek is the exact word as statue. Fixed, predictable statue. So our character should be fixed, predictable, and of a statue, like a statue. But have you ever met someone who didn't have good character and, and they, they weren't fixed? Their character was all over the place. There were one person one day, there was somebody else the next day, they were not trustworthy. They were, they were not, not, not somebody that you can really have a lot of faith in. They were not a statue. Well, see, true Christian character, true Christian character is, is, is a statue um, that is consistent despite the circumstances around them. It doesn't matter, for a true Christian character, for you to have true Christian character, it doesn't matter what happens to you, you, you stay on the main, on the main line, you, you, you keep walking, nothing affects you. Yes, it affects you on the outside. Now look here, let's, let's be honest, we're human. You know, our flesh is weak. We're going to cry, we're going to get upset, we're going to get angry. God, God said be angry. He said be angry, he said but sin not. It's okay to get upset, but don't sin in your anger. But true, true character uh, is, is having, being able to, to have all this stuff happen on the outside. And maybe, you know, on the outside it changes. You may cry, you may laugh, whatever. But on the inside, you're strong and you're steady like a statue. And it's not going to waver your faith and trust in God. So we have, through this COVID, we've had all kind of many challenges. We've had emotional challenges, mental challenges. We've had financial challenges, spiritual challenges, social challenges. We've had all these challenges in our, in our, right here coming at us. And, and I, I, I know that Jesus Christ did not cause this pandemic. It's, you know, a lot of people think, well, they're, they're God. No, 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 no. That didn't happen. It, the, the Word of God says that the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I've come life to bring, and life more abundantly. 
okay? We always want to get up in God's face when something happens to us, you know, and, and the thing is, is, is God's like, I come to bring life and life more abundantly. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Why are you up in my grill for? Why are you coming at me? Because I, I, I'm trying to help you. Now, during these bad times, God is there, and he uses these things for our good. And so when he starts working in our life during these bad times, we kind of blame him for it. So we have, what we have to do is we have to assign meaning to the bad times in our life. If we don't assign meaning in the bad times of our life, those bad experiences will assign its own meaning. You have to look at a, a bad situation and say, this happened and here's what I've learned from that. Here's what happened during my life. Here's why that happened. Here's what I learned. Here's how I grew. grew. Here's how whatever happened during that part of time. If not, that bad situation is going to say that was hell in your life. That was because you weren't good enough. That's because you're not a good Christian. The, the enemy is going to put in that bad situation a meaning if you don't assign it yourself. See, Jesus, Jesus did not cause a pandemic, but we like to, to blame him for it. So let me ask you a question. What does it take to make a, a, a statue? You know, it starts off with a cement block, right? You know, just a real block. That's why we're all blockheads. You know, they say, well, you're a blockhead because you're just a cement block sometimes. You know, but what happens in that cement block, then, then they, a, a, a sculpture begins to take a hammer and a chisel and starts to chisel off at that cement block. And he starts sculpting it into what he wants it to be. You know, one of the most beautiful sculptures to me, you know, is an ice sculpture. Now, I know ice melts. It's not the kind of the, the strong statue that I'm talking about. But I just think they're so beautiful because, because you, it's, it's, it's ice, but you can see through it. And I just think that's gorgeous to be able to tell what something is, is to be able to see through something. And we should be able to be strong and be sculpted through the place so people can see through us and see Christ. But, what, but, but, but it, for a, a, a sculpt to take place, uh, uh, a sculptor takes a hammer and a chisel and just pounds and pounds. You got break, to break cement, it's not easy. And you got you to pound on it. There's all kinds of different sculptures, all right? We often refer to the same type of situation with character with us. You know, the Word of God talks about us being on the potter's wheel and us being clay and being moldable, right? But sometimes, sometimes we get to the place where we're like this cement where we, are, we're not, we don't want to be moldable, God. And God has just to chip away at us. And he's like, oh, well, if you're not going to get on my potter's wheel and let me mold you the way I want to, then I've got, I've got to do some things, and I've got to take, take, take it, and I've got, I've got to allow some things to happen in your life, so therefore you are going to understand uh, wh what you need to be. You know, and what happens is whenever he, he sits there and it chips off, and a big piece chips off, you, you feel like you're losing yourself. You're losing parts of yourself. Stuff is, is falling away from you. And it, and it makes us feel like, oh, my God, I'm going crazy. Because all this, because it, 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 whenever someone pounds on us, it's not, it's not lovey. It's not dovey. It's not happy. It hurts. It, whenever someone, when God is chipping away at us, it's not an easy process. There's a lot of pain involved in that. But in order for us, it's like, it's like a surgery. Surgery hurts, but after, if you got some kind of infection and you got to go, go, go in and get the surgery and get that infection out, well, then it's going to make you better. So the pain was worth it, right? So if we will get on the potter's wheel, you know, uh, voluntarily, then it won't hurt so bad, you know? But if not, then we have to be chipped and, and molded like a statue to become the statue. Because you know what? After you have that, 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 uh, that, get on that potter's wheel, that clay, you know what they do. You're like, yeah, but it's so moldable, but, but it still becomes a statue. What do they do? They put it in this hot, 
hot, hot, super hot fire. And they cure it. And it becomes nice and strong. So, we, so when all this stuff happens and God begins to shape us, you know, we have all kind of emotions and stuff. And we feel, like we're, we're, we feel like we're losing it. And we feel like things are going wrong and pieces are flying off of us and I'm out of control right now. You know, and the same thing has happened with this pandemic. We feel like, hey, man, man, we're losing our jobs, we're losing our money, we're losing, we're losing our education, we're losing our, 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 the hurricanes come and, you know, sandstorms and, and tornadoes and earthquakes and, and, and killer bumblebees or whatever it was. I mean, all kind of stuff happens, man. I'm like, what in the world is going on? All this stuff is just coming at us. I feel like we're back in Egypt and we got all these plagues coming. You know? But the good thing is, 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 is we're here real soon, God's going to say, hey, let my people go. We're going to be free of this mess. Okay, but the thing is, is, is so when this, we allow that hurt, that hurt, that hurt, and we get, it gets chipped off of us and we, we get upset about it. But here's the, here's the thing. The Word of God says we are made in the image of Christ. And we put all this stuff on and we allow all this junk to get on us and all this stuff of the world to come and, 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 and be on us and, and we cover the, the, the image up with, with, with junk and life and our own pleasures and our, our fears and anxieties and stuff gets on that image. And so what he's doing, he's really just chipping away at, at, the, at our life so he can reveal the image of who he is. The stuff in our life that he's chipping away, his image is under that. And he wants to reveal his image. He wants to reveal himself through us. And for him to reveal his image through us, he has to chip away at all the junk that we've allowed to accumulate and to come on us and to stack up over us. So I want to ask you today, in the middle of this message, and hope, hopefully y'all are, are, are really tuning in here on, on Facebook Live, and I appreciate y'all, appreciate you watching and you commenting and loving and, and sharing and all that. Means, it means so much, and so, so many people can get involved and, and watch this message. But if you had to, 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 to put it in numbers today, a block being who, who, who your flesh is and, and a statue being who Christ wants you to be, would you say that you're 20% block? You don't have to read this out loud. But 20% block, 80% statue? That you're, more, you're more, way more of Christ than you are of your flesh? Or would you be 30, 70, or 60, 40, or 80% block and 20% statue? That's just a little internal thing I'm asking you to think about right now. If I said, how much did you look like Christ? What, what, and your character, what kind of character are you? Do you have the character of Christ? Would you say, hey, I'm more like Christ than I am of the world? Or would you say, I'm more of the world than I am of Christ? Or would you say, I can't tell the difference between Christ and the world in me? Okay, we probably can go home right now. <laughs> After that question, we could just like go meditate on that for a long time, marinate, right? But according to Scripture, you know, we get, how do we get character? Hebrews 5 and 8 says, Even though Jesus was God's Son, He learned obedience from the things He suffered. Christ got character from the things He suffered. Even though, it said, even though he was God's son, he was 100% God, he was 100% human, and he was able to get character by the things that he went through. But see, we want instant maturity. We want instant maturity, we want instant um, character. We want, we want to just have it. We don't want to go through nothing. We want the anointing now. We don't want to go through any hard times to get really where God wants us to get. And anybody that, that, that has instantaneous character or whatever, which you can't get it, but if you could, it would fall very quickly from you. 
because it's not cemented in. It would, it would still be very pliable. Um, see, the first Adam that came to this earth, Adam, he, in, in Genesis, he didn't have very much character. You know, God created him and his character fell quickly. God created him in the, in, in, in the Garden of Eden, but he created him, have you thought about this? He created him as an instant adult. He never went through anything. He never had time to get character. He never had time to all that. And I know God created him the way he wanted him to create him, but he created him with, with no experience is what I'm saying. You can't put experience in something. You know, so it was, it's funny that, that he failed, but whenever God said, you know what, well, I'm going to send my son, and normally known as the second Adam, I'm going I'm to not make him an instant adult. I'm going to make him come as a baby. So he has time to create character and, and, and deal with things and go through things so he can die and he can truly say, I've been through everything that, that you've been through. Because the Adam couldn't have said that. I've been every, through everything you've been through. No, because he wasn't. He was born, he was born a, a big adult. He was created a big adult. You know, but, um, but the thing is, is that, that, that um, Jesus was born a baby, and he went through, and it says he learned obedience by his sufferings. Obedience by his sufferings. Jesus learned obedience through the poundings in his life. And because of that, Jesus lasted. See, there's a lot of great starters, but there's not a, like, a lot of great finishers in the faith. There's a lot of people that come out of the gate swinging, and, and they're all about it, but they don't take time to, to, to gain their strength and their character, and they quickly fall. What kind of different, different poundings have you had in this COVID? There's a lot of them that, I, that I'm sure that we can all talk about. In the Word of God, I want, I, there was, there, there's, there's a strong man in the Bible, and we know him as, as, as what? As Samson, right? But I feel like one of the stronger men, somebody that's stronger than Samson, would be Joseph. And we, I talk about Joseph periodically. But the fact that he went through, his, he told his brothers a dream, and they, they threw him in the pit, and he was down there, and he, he, then he went into the prison, and then he, 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 he uh, told the man to dream, and said, hey, when you get out, please tell the, tell the king that I, I told you what the dream was and everything, and I helped you out, and all that, oh, yeah, 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 I got you, and they turned his back on him and never said nothing forever, and, you know, just went, everywhere he turned, it was just bad stuff, but because of that, look where he went, and where he got there, he was second man in charge, and he was strong, and he was a statue of character. See, and Samson was strong, but what happened? He got his hair cut, he had a weak spot, and he got his hair cut, and then all of a sudden, what happened? It, it took his power away from him. I don't think that Joseph lost his power. And here's the thing. And when we get into to gain character sometimes, you have to separate yourself, be sanctified, which is separation, right? To be sanctified, from you've got to turn your back on some things. Some things of this world. You might even have to turn your back on some people that don't need to be in your life. But Pastor Doug, but listen, let me tell you what. A man who cannot turn his back on the crowd can never lead an orchestra. For you to be able to lead the music in your life, you've got to turn your back on some things that you don't need, don't need to be there. Those things that are holding you back from the true character that God has for you to have. Sometimes we just got to turn our back and say, I can't do that no more. I can't be with you. I can't hang with you. I can't do that no more. I can't go to that place. I can't say those things. I can't act that way no more because God's got me. I'm trying to build character. I'm trying to be strong and chiseled in Christ. You, you can see this little pop belly, but you know what? You pull his belly off, boy, you will see a chiseled man of God. <laughs> Y'all will be amazed at what's up under this belly. 
Right now it just looks like a keg, but it's a six-pack. Okay? But anyway, but, but here's the thing. Char- charisma can get you in the door, but only character keeps you that way. Have you ever had somebody that as soon as you met them, you're like, man, charisma, man, they get, man it's got going. Then the more you, re- you talk to them, the more you, the more you realize um, that, that they uh, didn't, they weren't all that character-wise. Character-wise, they, they, they lied. They, they, didn't, they weren't very good people. But when they got, in, got, they got him in the door, you thought, hey, this would be a good friend of mine. And, you know, then you, the more you got to know him, the more you realize, man, they got a lot of character flaws. Char- charisma can get you there, but character is what keeps you there. The most, you know, the thing is, is that, that we, we, uh, we, especially today's generation, they, they, a, lot, a lot of the, uh, millennials especially, they, they feel like, hey, I've, I've got the knowledge I need. I've got the character and the wisdom that I need because they get it so fast. They're so much smarter than I am. Okay? But they, they feel like, that. hey, I, I've got it. But the thing is, they haven't got it all. They haven't been through what I've been through. I've got an advantage over them because I've been through some stuff that they don't know about. And when they get there, they're going to come to me and say, Pastor Doe, what do I do? Until then, I'm going to go to them and say, hey, how do you do this? <laughs> and all this math and all these other things in life. I'm like, I don't know about this stuff. But see, time, cement, don't, when you put cement into something and you make cement, it takes time for it to cement and become hard and strong. Sometimes, you know, you have statues that are the big, huge statues, and sometimes different things and by different situations deface them. And when they get defaced, a lot of times we think that it's going to take away from the value, but sometimes the defacement adds value to that statue. And no, I'm not talking about politics. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. It has nothing, this has nothing to do with politics. There is a, a statue in France of Christ. And during World War II on, in, on D-Day, Doomsday, the, it, a bomb hit it and, and took both of, his, both of his Christ's hands off. And, then, and so then over time, somebody put a little, a little uh, plaque at the bottom of that, that statue of Christ. And um, on the bottom of that, of that plaque, it said, uh, let's see here, Christ has no hands but yours. Saying that we are his hands, we are his feet. And that, 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 that bomb that took his hands off, that, that, that when it fell or whatever happened to it, it, it actually is one of the most prized, expensive, uh, valuable statues in uh, France because of the defacement of it. So what I'm, well, what are you getting at, Pastor? Okay, listen. All the, the hell that you go through, all the junk, all the bad things that you go through is, is making you more valuable. All the hard times, the hardships, the harder it is, the more character you're getting. The harder it is, the more anointing that God's squeezing out of you. What do you mean? Well, if you have an olive, how do you get anointing oil? You take an olive and it's squeezed, it's pressed. I've seen the, I've seen the olive presses. They're big, huge cement, cement wheels and they roll them across on cement and it presses and crushes the the olive and anointing oil comes out so i'm telling you all the junk and all the hell all the bad things that's happened to you in your life all the bad things the 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 the, the neglect the betrayal the divorces the hurt the pain the abuse that all the things that you've been through in your life is only making you stronger if you let it but if you buck that and you just stand in rebellion to god you shake your hand and fist in his face, you're not going to get nowhere with that. All that stuff God's trying to create in you. One of the truest characters out there anywhere is Alphabet. 
what, what do they say? Alphabet is white. It's characters, right? Right? Okay. But hey, an A is always an A, and a B is always a B. You can make the A small or make it big. It's still an A. Okay, so that's, that's the thing. A Q is always a Q. A Z is a Z. They're, they're all characters, and they're strong, and they stand fast. No matter what, what it is, no matter how you write it or draw it, it stands as that's that character. That's it's A. See, character in the Greek, again, means fixed, predictable, like a statue. And sometimes we deal with things that we don't understand and nobody even sees. But sometimes God allows us to get beat up in private so he can display us in, in public. And you may be like, yeah, nobody knows what I've been through. Nobody knows the, 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 the torment that I've been through. That's okay. God can display you in public. See, statues are generally uh, erected by people that make a difference and make an impact in somebody's life. Stat you never see statues of backbiters, of liars, of thieves, or complainers or quitters. You only see statues erected to those that are strong and mighty. I want to tell you, I'm going to close right here with the story. Many years ago, or not many years, but several years ago, there was some violent winds that came, and there was a, a devastating fire that, that came to the Yellowstone National Park. The firefighters battled, the firefighters battled and tried their very best to, to get the, the, uh, the, the, them to be able to save the, the, the lives of people, the buildings, the landscape, and all that. And it just, just scorched all across a big part of the, of, the, of the Yellowstone Park. And it was black. It was scorched. It was burnt. You looked at it. It was just as ugly as possibly can be. And, and, and not too long, a few months after that happened, a t uh, the, you know, they take tours of the National Park. And the tour guide brought them back and told them about this fire and the lives that was saved and everything that was going on. And, and, he, and he said, apart from the structures and the, and the trees that were destroyed, he said this fire proved to be one of the very best things that's ever happened to this part of the park. And everybody was like, whoa, 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 did you just misspeak? What happened? What do you mean? A fire devastated and, and, and burned everything down all the way to the ground, all, the, all this brush and all this stuff. And he said, yes, he said, this, this area of the park had very, 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 very heavy underbrush. And it was so heavy that it choked out all new growth of anything that tried to come up. He said, and this fire burnt down all the underbrush, all the way to the ground. And if you look at it right now, only a couple months later, he said, you'll see a couple little green spurts of, of grass growing up right now. He said, as a matter of fact, this forest depends on a big, bad fire about every 50 years to cleanse a, lot of a big portion of it. So we can always have new growth. He said, if you come back in 10 years, this is going to be a beautiful, plush area right here. So I'm here to tell you that you've been through the fire. You've been through the fire. Some of you have been through the fire during the pandemic, and you've lost stuff. You lost, you lost many things. You still haven't gotten it back yet. And, and you know what? Let's go way further and way deeper than that. Some of you all have lost a whole lot more in your lifetime. You've been hurt. You've been abused. You've been, you, you've, you've been, you've been used. You've been backstabbed. You've been trade. You've been, you've been just, you know, incinerated. And here's the thing, in all that fire that you went through, God wants to take and allow new growth to come up through that. But if you continue to try to keep burning it, to keep it burnt, and try to keep it as, 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 as a burnt area, 
and you, you stop and stifle the growth there, you'll never be able to be what God wants you to be. There's been a, mon- this, this, there's been a monster fire around this world with this COVID thing. But God's wisdom tells us to be mature enough to look, at, look ahead that, that all this, you know, this stuff, maybe, you, you, maybe you've understood that, you know what, I don't need this as much as I thought I did. I depended so much on my job. I depended so much on my, my education. I depended so much on this, that, that, and the other. And you know what? I don't have this anymore. I don't have that no more. Maybe you, thought, you found more value in your family. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know what, what your, your, your life was like. I do a lot of you, but not everyone. But as God burns away through your lifetime and through this pandemic stuff, just know that he's, trying to, he's making room for new growth. Some things need to die before new growth can take place. John chapter 12 and 24. Except the corn of wheat fall to the ground, it abides alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. See, this is called loneliness in a lot of people. But when you die to yourself, it allows other people to come beside you and join you, and you bear much fruit, and there's many of us. So in a couple of months, this pandemic will hopefully pretty much be mostly over. And after it stands over, I want to ask you today, are you going to stand there as a block of cement? Or are you going to be standing there as a statue? Are you going to be standing there and saying, hey, God, are you finished with me on the potter's wheel? Is there anything else that you need to take off of me? Or are you going to sit there and say, no, that hurt too much. I didn't like it. I didn't want to go through it. And you made me go through it. And now I'm, I'm, I'm bitter and I'm mad at you. And I don't want to get on that wheel no more. And I'm just going to be me from now on. Or are you going to stand there and say, God, please, it hurts, I don't like it, but chip away. Chip away. I surrender, I submit to your will and to your way. Praise God. I pray that you will be that statue. Would you bow your head and close your eyes? Heavenly Father, if there's anybody here on Facebook Live, Lord, or in this room that don't know you as a Lord and Savior, I pray that they would turn to you right now and pray that sinner's prayer and ask you, ask you into their heart, repent of their sins, and turn from them wicked way. God, allow you to come in and make them a Christian, and, and they will believe that you died on the cross and you were born again, and that they can be saved today or come back from a backslidden state. God, for everybody else watching, I pray that, that, that even that during this message, you begin to chip off of them things that don't need to be there you chip off of them god hate anger rebellion you know rebuke god fear anxiety sin lust pornography whatever it may be in your life god that you you chip it off of them god whatever's in your life god that you begin to chip it off even during this message that it begin to feel a a chisel and a hammer and and they and they stand there willingly and submittedly to you to do what you ask them to do God, you can turn it all around. And you want us to be such a strong statue. And you want your image to shine through us. But God, we can't do it as long as we rebel. We can't do it as long as we want it our way. We can't do it as long as we want to have one foot in the world and one foot in, in the kingdom. We have to make a choice. Your character can only get you so far without God. We need to be that strong statue that's, that is unwavering in our heart and our, in our spirit. Even though on the outside things, we get oppressed and we get down and we cry and we laugh and have joy. But on the inside, 
we are assured that we know that we know that we know without a shadow of a doubt that God is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and he's our provider, and he's our help, and he's our hope, and he will never waver to us, and he will always be there, and we will stand with him through thick and thin, heaven or hell. No matter what happens on the outside, we will stand strong in Christ and not waver. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, Lord.